It's Friday, August 11th, 2023. Welcome to episode 65 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, the third major fire in five years at Schnitzer Steel in Oakland sends acrid smoke across the island. The Alameda Police Department updates last month's discovery of a body on Bay Farm Island and arrests two women in the wake of a brazen robbery in June. Last weekend, Alameda experienced two untimely deaths. Two sinkholes in a span of three days shut down water and traffic. The wolves and the anchors head to postseason play. And a beloved sandwich shop celebrates 40 years in business. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, for the third time since 2018, a fire broke out at Schnitzer Steel Recycling Facility in Oakland. At around 5.30 Wednesday evening, billowing smoke could be seen from all over Alameda. I was walking at Crab Cove at the time and was surprised to see thick brown smoke when I looked to the north. Fireboats from Alameda and San Francisco were called in to assist the Oakland Fire Department as heavy equipment at Schnitzer worked to scatter the flaming debris piles. Crews worked throughout the night, and by Thursday morning, the fire was contained, although still burning. A major concern for area residents was the nature of the smoke, with many on social media complaining of coughing and choking. The Bay Area Air Quality Management District did issue an advisory saying that if you could smell the smoke to keep doors and windows closed. BAAQMD stopped short of issuing a spare-the-air alert, and as of Thursday afternoon, air quality monitoring stations in the area were reading in the green. This is not the first time Schnitzer has been at the center of problems. In 2021, Schnitzer paid $4.1 million to settle a lawsuit by Alameda County and the state of California, alleging that the company allowed hazardous waste to pollute surrounding areas of West Oakland and the Oakland Estuary. Perhaps the strangest development from this story, Oakland A's President Dave Cavill broke his social media silence with multiple tweets, or whatever we're calling them these days, focusing on A's legal action against Schnitzer. Kind of weird for a guy who's heading off to Vegas. Details on the Schnitzer fire at alamedapost.com news. Back on July 21st, the Post reported on human remains that were discovered along the shoreline near the Bay Farm Island Bridge. On Wednesday, the Alameda PD gave an update to the case, indicating that the initial coroner's report has categorized the death as a homicide. The victim remains unidentified, with APD saying only that the body was that of a woman between the ages of 25 and 40. Anyone with information that may help determine the woman's identity is urged to call APD at 510-337-8340. APD did report an arrest in a June 25th robbery that took place in the 900 block of Broadway. In that robbery, a woman was sitting in her car when thieves approached and stole personal items from the vehicle. When the victim followed them in an attempt to retrieve her property, she was dragged by the suspect's car and injured. On Tuesday, after a lengthy investigation by police detectives, two suspects, a 30-year-old woman and a 28-year-old woman, were taken into custody and booked into Santa Rita Jail. As always, you can keep up to date at alamedapost.com news. Last weekend saw Alameda's first responders dealing with two tragic deaths. On Saturday afternoon around 4.30 p.m., Alameda police received a call indicating someone had fallen from the Civic Center parking garage at Oak Street and Central. When APD officers responded to the CVS parking lot next door, they found a man who was unresponsive and unconscious. Alameda Fire Department attempted resuscitation. He was taken to Highland Hospital, where he died. APD's investigation is ongoing as they review footage from CVS's camera and speak with the victim's family. Police did not state what caused the victim to fall. On Sunday at around 1 p.m., a boat capsized near the Harbor Bay Ferry Terminal. When APD officers responded to the scene, they helped a passerby bring one man ashore. That man was in cardiac arrest. Fire personnel took over the efforts once they arrived on scene. That person was transported to Alameda Hospital but did not survive, according to police. 
The other three men were treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Full details on the story at alamedapost.com news. Last week on the Postcast, I reported that a sinkhole had opened up in the 2900 block of Lincoln Avenue last Wednesday. The repairs were barely finished when a second water main break caused a second sinkhole, this time in the 1200 block of Otis Drive at the intersection of Arlington Isle. Two AC alerts were issued Friday evening, noting that traffic had been shut down in both directions and water service had been disrupted to 40 customers. By Saturday morning, traffic was redirected and moving slowly in both directions as crews from East Bay Municipal Utility District worked to restore water service. The sinkhole on Otis appeared to be substantially larger than the one on Lincoln. Water service was restored by late Saturday afternoon. Traffic returned to normal shortly thereafter. To get an idea of the size of the Otis Drive sinkhole, you can check out my pictures and article at alamedapost.com news. If you're a sports fan, you know that having the best regular season record doesn't always translate to success in the postseason. Just ask the 2015-2016 Warriors. This was the case for the Alameda Wolves of the Women's Premier Basketball Association. Going into last weekend's Tournament of Champions, the Wolves were the number one seed despite a 101-79 blowout loss to the Berkeley Royals to end the regular season. That loss would turn out to be a foreshadow of what was to come. With a first round bye, the Wolves didn't play until the semifinal round where they met, you guessed it, the Royals. The Wolves had started the regular season by handing the Royals a 79-55 defeat. This time, the Royals had the upper hand, knocking the Wolves out of the tournament by a score of 79-64. In the other semifinal game, the Oakland Swish defeated the Bay City Blaze 90-81, setting up a final between two-seed Oakland and fourth-seeded Berkeley. In the end, Berkeley hoisted the trophy with a 90-87 win. Congrats to the Royals and congratulations to the Wolves for an exciting season. Here's looking forward to the next WPBA season. Another Alameda team is still playing, the Alameda Anchors baseball squad. After capturing the Bay Area Collegiate League title, they headed off to the West Coast World Series in Lincoln, California. The Anchors lost their opening game to the West Coast Kings, but won their next game in the double elimination format, defeating the Philippines national team 8-6. As I headed into the studio, the Anchors were set to play the California Tigers. Look for updates on the Anchors on our social media and at alamedapost.com features. On the subject of baseball, Alameda's own Brian Wu has landed on the 15-day injured list for the Seattle Mariners with inflammation in his right forearm. Apparently, Brian felt a little off following a bullpen session, and the decision was made to give him some rest. Brian is 1-3 with seven no decisions and a 4.75 ERA. Get well soon, Brian. The entire island is rooting for you. One of the features of Alameda I absolutely adore is that it's a town where the local restaurant reigns supreme. Sure, chains have their place, but there's just something extra special about food from a place that's part of the community. One of those places is The Sandwich Board at 2412 Webb Avenue, just off of Park Street. For 40 years, the Lee family has been serving up some of the best turkey sandwiches in the Bay Area. You know you're doing something right when the food critics at KQED give you a shout-out. Our own Liz Barrett spent some time with second-generation owner Mike Lee and talked about this Alameda institution. Susan and Young Lee immigrated from South Korea to San Francisco in 1976. High school teachers by profession. In 1983, they looked for a business to buy and found that the sandwich board was for sale. They took the plunge and learned the ins and outs of the business from the previous owners. One of the main lessons they learned, if you want to make a great turkey sandwich, you start by roasting a turkey. And to this day, they roast six 30 to 35 pound turkeys a day, six days a week. In 2003, Susan and young son Mike was working in Silicon Valley. Mike got a call from his parents who said, We're getting older. We'd like to retire. Can you take over? And he did. That was 20 years ago. Mike estimates that 50 to 60 percent of his customers are regulars, and he knows their name and their preferred order. That's the mark of a great small business. To learn more about the sandwich board, see Liz Barrett's article at alamedapost.com features. 
Speaking of restaurants, congratulations to the folks at Marty's Place on Ensenal. After an absence dating back to last year, Marty's reopened last Saturday. The response has been great. Good to see a local favorite back in action. If you missed last Saturday's Walking History Tour, you can join Dennis Evanoski and Adam Gillett Sunday at 10 a.m. for A.A. Cohen and his Fernside Estate. Details at alamedapost.com tours. Don't forget to mark your calendars for August 19th. Two big events on tap. Join the West Alameda Business Association for their Bohemian Summer Celebration with art, food, music, all capped off by a concert from San Francisco tribute band Fleetwood Macrame. Also on the 19th, Pour Your Heart Out, as Rhythmics Cultural Works presents their fundraiser for youth arts programs from 4 until 7.30. Details for both events at alamedapost.com events. Also on our events page, Friday marks the opening of The Birds at Alterina Playhouse. Yes, the stage version of the Daphne du Maurier short story that inspired the classic Hitchcock film runs through September 10th. Head to the Alameda Elks Club at 2255 Santa Clara on Saturday from 10 to 3 for the classic car show and chili cook-off. Free to attend with chili tastings available for purchase. Don't forget, Saturday Farmer's Market from 9 until 1. Also on Saturday, head to Seaplane Lagoon for the monthly coastal cleanup from 10 until noon. Bring gloves in a bucket and then celebrate your good work afterwards at the rake. Lots more going on. Be sure to check alamedapost.com events. Thanks for supporting local news for Alameda. Join us as a member, alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Mastodon, as well as our own subreddit. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. Don't forget, school is back in session on Monday. Keep a watchful eye as you drive, especially as students and parents adjust to new schools and schedules. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 66 of the Alameda Postcast.